Listen, I don't have much time, but do you feel like you're going out of your gourd? Are you, do you have the cabin fever? Have you run out of Netflix to watch? If, has the thought occurred, hey, you know what? I can make funny stuff. I've been watching TikTok. I've been watching all the social networks and seeing what kind of creativity is coming out. I could create that. Hey, you know what? I wish they made a podcast about this. Well, you know what? You can make your own podcast. Go to anchor.fm. Go to it, please, right now. Make your own podcast. It's the lazy person's way to make stuff. You can make little segments. Uh, you could put music on there, found sounds, babies laughing, neighbors throwing frisbees, uh, uh, your friends playing guitar. Ah, it's so good. Anchor.fm. Please get this and find me. Inspirato Projecto. Let's be friends. Okay? Anchor.fm. Inspirado Proyecto, what's really good, my man? It's Reesh from Medicine Remix with a belated reply. And thank you for that amazingly inspired Medicine Remixed theme song that you clearly put all of your amazing talents to good use to create for us. And uh, we truly appreciate you showing us love in that way. And we appreciate your support. Definitely let us know if there's anything that you want us to talk about on the show. Um, and otherwise, keep doing the damn thing, man. You sound like a talented dude. Peace. Yeah, the man said it. The man said it. That was a nice message from Medicine Remix Podcast. Yet another podcast I sang a theme song for. As many of you know, I've been going through these podcasts here on Anchor FM, looking through the directory of podcasts, picking one, and for any of you who have Anchor, ah, and you'd like to collaborate with people, I'd say, look for a podcast in the directory, go to their page, and you'll see a little button up there that says message, and you can push it, it looks like a little plus sign, push it, you get a minute to say whatever you want to them. And if if they feel so inspired, they can actually include it as a segment into their podcast. So what I've been doing is I've been making tons of theme songs for these folks right off the top of my head. Some of them are 15 seconds, some are 5, some are... Who knows how long? So I made a nice little theme song for Medicine Remix, and a couple of podcasts ago we had a nice message from... Undies Funded Podcast. Oh, yeah. That was... That was uh, at the beginning of my... Of the episode where... Uh, let's see. Was it after I got out of the car? With the Uber driver? The magician? Eh, it's not one of those. But... Thank you so much, you guys, for 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 the well wishes and, and also for including this stuff in your podcast. I appreciate that. What you're about to hear, ladies and gentlemen, creatures, aliens, apparitions, and high vibrating. beings that uh, that perhaps we cannot 
C or major right now with the instruments we have. We are about to hear part one of the extraordinary conversation I had with Doug and Roxanne, fellow Lynch fans, while we were there waiting, waiting, waiting for the David Lynch book signing at the Ace Hotel, which is phenomenal. Because what does Coop say? Coop says, Aces. Have you seen the meme? He's got his thumb up. So without further ado, and definitely without further ado, here comes part one of the David Lynch book signing episode. Keep that in mind. Okay, so if you don't mind telling me about your... Okay, sure. So, uh, so it's kind of a funny thing is that I was actually invited to uh, one of my friends from second grade's birthday. So it's his 41st birthday. I'm, I'm 40 and he's 41, right? So that was weird already, but, you know, social media allows that to happen. So I went, and one of the reasons I went is because he said my very best friend from first and second grade was going to be there. So when I saw him and I talked to him again, it was amazing, but... One of the first things I said is, uh, where do you live nowadays? And he said, I live in Glendora. And he started explaining where Glendora was. But I said, no, no, I know where Glendora is. Um, I started seeing this girl, and she lives close to close to Glendora in West Covina. First thing he said was, what high school did she go to? Which is kind of weird. So I'm like, I don't know, I'll ask her. So I asked her, and he's like, is it Southgate? I think it was the name. And so I waited, and then like a text popped up, and it's like, I went to Southgate. And I said, yeah. And then he's like, oh, like... Um, my wife is actually was assistant principal there for a number of years, you know, like for four years or something, not very long. He's like, she's probably like not young enough to have had her. And, um, but you know, you can, I'm like, well, I can ask her. She was there. I mean, she is young, so, you know, she may have been there. So I'm like, what's her name? And she said, yeah, assistant principal Harrison. So I said, did you know an assistant principal Harrison? She didn't get back to me for a while and we didn't talk about it for a while. But then later on, She's like, I, I'm not sure. Give me a picture. So I sent a picture of like my best friend and his wife, you know, from his Instagram or whatever. And she's like, Yeah, that, yeah, she was there. And so I let, I let him know. And it was the kind of thing where like, it was later in the night, and he kind of like was like, Yeah, okay. And then like she was, she didn't even care. She was like, Yeah, like I avoided her because she's a principal. <laughs> I mean, and I'm like, and it was the kind of thing where I'm like left like this is crazy. Like yeah, this is yeah. like my, my best friend from like when I was like you know, nine years old or even younger, sorry, like six years old, whatever. And it's like, it was the first thing he said is, yeah. you know, where, what high school she go to. So then a few days later, I uh, was at this art event in San Francisco and my friend introduced me to other friends and this one girl who was her coworker, she said, she said, oh, I'm from Chino Hills. And I'm like, oh, and I was going to say it's close to West Covina where my girlfriend's from. Then the other girl said, I'm from West Covina. And I said, oh, well, what high school did you go to? She said, I went to Southgate. <laughs> so it was, just, and then like, that's what I mean. Like, it was just, that was like three days later, four days later. So like the second one wasn't as strong as the first one, but it was like a aftershock or reverberation. It was reverberation. like a callback to it. Like, hey, yeah, remember yeah, that yeah. cool thing that... Yeah, and so I texted her, I'm like, I just met this girl, she went to your high school. And now I, that was already in the front of my mind because it was, you know, so... Mm -hmm. So that's did she, now, did she, about the high school. Did she happen to know her? <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. That, that was from years before, so she didn't know. Her. God, this is just yeah, astounding. Yeah, yeah. 
But, but I mean, that was like, and this was just all, I mean, that was about five days ago. The other one was about a week ago. So, yeah, this is all very recent. But it's the latest in a series of well, things like that. Well, and the like cool that. thing is, yeah. now that we're talking about this, uh, it's stirring, we're stirring it up. We're stirring it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right, right. right. We'll see what yeah, else is yeah. happening around we're this high school. Oh, yeah. Game yeah. Southgate or something. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. It's like, we just, we just shook up the hornet's nest now. Everything's going to be crazy now. These kinds of things, you know, I used to keep, I used to write, um, every once in a while, I was, for a while, for a big, for, for a while there, I was, um, writing down all my synchronicities, mm-hmm. and, uh, and all, and my dreams, and, uh, I was noticing that while I was writing down a synchronicity, a synchronicity concerning those, that... <laughs> would happen while I was writing it down so then I'd have to put a parenthesis and go oh my god right now yeah, this yeah, thing yeah. just happened while I was writing this thing down and I had to put the parenthesis and then finish the story of that other synchronicity yeah, yeah, yeah. and I think it was just it was like it was like a freaking you know you, you add a snowflake to a snowflake and before you gotta know you got a snowball and you keep yeah. rolling that and you're like what the hell so it was like that kind of thing where you just could not you could not uh, ignore the momentum of it I mean it was like an avalanche and it was crazy because I was substitute teaching at that time. So I was telling the kids about this. And so then the, the kids started writing. They would come up to me and they were like, oh, they were like, I started writing. I started a journal too. And so they would come up to me and then they would read to me out of their journals. They would start telling me about this stuff. And they were just as equally astonished, which was so exciting to me. How old were they? These were like uh, like 10 and 11 year olds. Oh, what kind of synchronicities did they see? What's your favorite? Oh, one I, from let's that? see. One one kid said, uh, and I was I was just leaving, and he, he comes running up to me because he saw me across the campus. He's like, oh, Mr. C, oh, I got I got I got a synchronicity book now. I I'm writing them down. He's like, okay, and he's like, he's going through it. And he's he's like, uh, just yesterday, just yesterday. I was thinking, how neat would that be if the sun came through and it created this shadow in the trees? And right at that moment, the sun peaked right around the corner, right when I was just thinking about it. And I'm going, oh my God, please keep this up. Please this keep is the this coolest up. Thing. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. It's like the cheapest thrill, right? Ever, ever. And it's the best, it's the best thing ever. Yeah, yeah. It's the best it thing ever. It is better sharing it. And I, I feel like it's more fun, especially when I have a lover too. So randomly, I was just dating someone in Germany, but we'd be like, I would just, I talk a lot, and I'd be like, and this and this, and then he would notice things where he wasn't even like that, but he would be like, oh, I saw this, I just talked about so many things that it was hard for him to not like <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, and I like these shows like this, and I saw this and this, and he'd be like, it's so weird, you just said that because, like, some bird that we just saw, like, float, and he would be in Germany, in, like, nine hours ahead of me, and I always thought that was a really yeah. cool Oh, God, yeah. Oh, that yeah. that connection and that bond we had, there was, like, I felt like I had eyes in a different country. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that feeling, and it's awesome, awesome because it's like you're you're tuned into that same radio station at that moment. You're yeah, you're yeah. both listening to that same song. Exactly. Yeah. So and I feel with lovers, it's it's yeah. that much more. Important. If somebody wants to play that game with you, yeah. because they also have to be open. So. Oh yeah, yeah. I, you know, I was talking about like a long time ago. I was I was really in love with someone. She was in L.A. and I was in the Bay Area. Oh okay. And I swear it was the weirdest thing that that year that we were apart. Every moment. It was raining in one place, it was raining in the other place. Like, the entire year. And it was really weird, because then I just assumed that was the case after a while. Like, I just accepted it. 
And so whenever it was like raining, I call her up and I'm like, oh, it's it's raining here. I wouldn't even suggest it. And she's like, it's raining here right now. And I, and then it's weird because since then it actually is stuck in my head now that it's always raining in like San Francisco and LA at the same time. But it hasn't been true since that year that we were connected. You know, god, we it's were, so we exciting. Were, yeah, it is so exciting. So, <laughs> oh my god, and it's great too, especially like when you've got like. I mean, it's you know, it's beautiful when you can notice it yourself and it's happening to you. But then, like you're saying, you can share you can share it with someone else, and then what happens? And especially, and then you add a, if you add another person into it, and, and then and then it's like the force gets stronger and stronger. I I, I was at this uh, I was at this this festival for like four or five days. It was called Love Seed, and it was the first time that I'd ever been in a situation where everywhere I went, people were talking about high vibrating conscious right, things, right. and. So we can have everybody just get back in the seats for the time being. Um, we're going to get started right now. Um, start down here. Uh, once uh, we get finished up here um, for all ADA, we will then actually start releasing row by row. So just know, be patient, obviously. A lot of people to get through. Uh, there is a possibility that we might need to take a break shortly at some point. At, at some point, so just keep that in mind as well. So, um, thanks for your patience ahead of time. All right. There's this one specific time that was crazy. Um, There's some volunteers that showed up to, to help out, and uh, it was the last day of this thing. And I, I was I was kind of helping out, like I was enjoying the festival, but also I was there to help my friend, like do, with the tickets and all this jazz. But um, it was the last day, and this girl goes. Oh my gosh, my headlamp, my favorite headlamp. Uh, it was like one of those, you know, like one of those like... Oh, yeah, the strap on. Yeah, and um, sh- she's like, oh my gosh, it's my favorite one. And I let one of the volunteers borrow it. Uh, his name is like Jason or something. Um, if you happen to find it, can you, you, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know what to do. And I'm like, oh, do not worry. I will find that thing. There were like yeah. 3,000 people at this festival. And I said... I will find it. You give me your address. I will. I will mail that to you. And I'm like, this is my mission. And because yeah, because yeah, yeah. I had so many examples in my head of, of during that time of just like the speed of light kind of things just happening immediately. So I'm walking around and I got the antennas open and I and and these guys and she had left already and it was about an hour or so and I'm walking through and I hear these two guys talking to each other like, oh yeah, and then Jason's like this and I go, I ran over to him and I go, okay, okay. Where's Je- where's where's Je- is your buddy Jason? Is he a volunteer? Is he one of the volunteers? And they go, oh yeah. I go. One more time. He's right. one of the volunteers. Yeah. I, and they go, yeah. I go, well, can you take me to him right now? And so they they marched me over there, and I go, Jason, you have a headlamp, don't you? And he goes, yeah. And, and, and he goes, I was looking for that girl. I was looking for that girl. And I said. Well, I'm the guy who's going to give that girl that headlamp. Yeah. And so he gave it. I'm like, yeah, he did it. Yes. Oh and it, it was like such a like, oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Yeah, and so then yeah. I sent it to her in the mail. And I'm like, I really hope she's understanding like how freaking magical exactly, this exactly, thing is. Because exactly. my head was exploding. <laughs> oh, God. It was so fun. Oh, you're welcome. It's funny when you know, though. Like, like I've done that a couple times. When you say, you kind of, like, make a promise to someone. Yeah. Or, like, uh, actually, what that reminds me of is one time, uh, so I, I grew up in the San Francisco Bay Area. I, my family never left, so I never saw snow because it doesn't oh. snow in the immediate Bay Area. I mean, snow's, like, two hours away in Tahoe or whatever. So, anyway, like, when I was 20 years old, me and my girlfriend at the time, we were going to move to Germany for her study abroad. 
So I'm like, before I go, I'm going to see snow out there. So I want to see snow, like, here. You know what I mean? So it was my first experience here. So we drove out to uh, Mammoth Lakes because the only place I knew where there was snow. I didn't even know what Tahoe was. So anyway, it was how, that's how, like, isolated I was. So we drove out there, and immediately there was, like, snow. There was stuff to do. But then I, like, realized I was very ill-equipped. And one of the things I want to do was, like, touch and feel the snow and play with it. But I realized it would make my hands very cold very quickly. But we were, like, 20 years old. We have zero money. I mean, I just graduated college. Like, it was just, like... And so we went into a supermarket, and I'm like, I really want gloves, but I don't have any money. I'm like, okay, this is the thing. It's like, I'm like, I have a, here's these gloves, they're 10 bucks, and I have $1. So I told my girlfriend, I'm like, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to buy a scratcher with this $1. I'm going to win enough to get the gloves. Oh, my God. And I God. told her that. I'm like, I'm like, this is what's going to happen because oh, it dude. needs to happen. Oh, dude. That's and so, brilliant. So like I, and it was so weird that I was so confident. I was kind of playing with a it. freaking like, sorcery. You just yeah. waved your magic wand. Exactly. So I bought a scratcher. I scratched off, and it literally was a $10 winner. Oh, my God. And then, dude. Like, but very casually. I wouldn't even, like, I just, like, showed her. And then I went up to the thing. I redeemed it. And then I, like, just handed them the gloves. They rung it up, you know. She I mean? didn't freak out? I mean, I don't know. She thought. Yeah. I, like, no one ever you know freaks out I mean? enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't like when people don't freak out appropriately. Exactly, ah, yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. They don't exactly, freak out exactly. appropriately. That's yeah. a brilliant way of like putting it. Yeah. Did yeah. It in a weird way, but because I was so confident about it and it just happened, I think she didn't know what to really do, you know? Like, but, no, I don't yeah. like that shit. <laughs> when I'm manifesting and then someone's just like, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. You know what? Now I do know how Jesus felt. Yeah. Yeah. You're all into wine and you're all, yeah. 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 Oh yeah, like, yeah. You've yeah. never even done anything like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really playing it yeah. off. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, like it like it's just a was, natural thing. Like it's just I, I still have the feeling right now as I talk about like yeah, like I'm being excited like, now. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> being a little disappointed that it wasn't appreciated exactly. for like what actually happened. Well, but I'm it's sorry. Fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's sorry. okay. Well your excitement now makes up for it. Good, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. One, now I can remember one. Um I guess this is a synchronicity, but I was by myself, so I didn't really feel like anyone. There was <laughs> yeah, nobody to. Yeah, no one to share it with. I freaked out appropriately enough. Oh, good, but, good. So I really wanted to learn how to sail, and this was like 2003. So people were using the internet, but not as widely. We could crew up, send someone a DM or whatever. There was like a website, and I randomly met this older British dude. I think I was, I was like 22 or 23, who owned a boat and was teaching people how to sail for $25 a day. Yeah, this was clearly a 15, yeah, yeah, <laughs> 15 years ago. Yeah. No, like, um, so... Like, off California? No, in off the coast of Turkey. And oh, I lived in Arizona. Okay. I had, like, decided I was a lesbian temporarily. And, like, this chick who was a costume designer got me just enough money on this like one sentence speaking part to go on a trip so that's how I got this trip money so I just went and I like thought I had all my ducks in a row and my passport everything was all settled but when I got to Turkey I realized that I didn't write down the address I like was just uh, in the what? town <laughs> I didn't write down the phone number or the address like I just got Where to the town to go? yeah Whoa, okay. and I also was trying to um film a pilot for a travel show because I always got into situations just like this yeah, yeah, yeah. and I was like this would be funny but I always got myself out and I was never scared and I went by myself to Turkey I had no fucking speaking Turkish 
So I decided, well, okay, I'm just going to do this weird thing where now I talk to my camera about all the things that are going wrong. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, well, yeah, right. So I'm all, yeah, so I'm all, all, all night vision. I'm like, well, I guess I'm by myself. <laughs> um, I'm just going to hang out in Dalaman, the city I'm in, and just see what happens the next morning. I've resolved that I'm going to hang out by myself, and I just walked down the main street, which is not that big of a crazy street, and just start walking, and then I see a tree, and there's a note, and I was like, that's for me, and I went up to it, and it just said my name big, and told me I was just to meet there, literally like 20 minutes from when I had just walked there. So I went, I got sunscreen, and like went back and just was there 20 minutes later. But nobody was there to like get excited that I was stranded. I just was really excited. You're, you're... Your name was written down on a tree? It was just like Roxanne on the, like on a big a note with like one fucking nail on it. What the hell? But it was did like, they leave it there like 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 thinking that you They don't I don't even know, but it was just like it was what like What the heck? I yeah, yeah. just like meet me. The sailing per the sailing person? Did did they know you were coming into town? He knew I was coming into town, but like but I didn't tell him where I was staying or anything. What the it wasn't, heck? Because communication wasn't that. That's now what I'm, I'm like here. Maybe, now I'm here. Now I'm here. Like, was there an email sent earlier saying like we're gonna meet around this this block or something? That what the heck? Got, what like, the heck? Yeah. That's Not really, at all. Really I just. So what? So that's so when really you weird. when you went to meet up with the with the sailor. Then I did told you, him, he was did, just like, I don't know. He's like, I just put it there. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> he was just God. an older British guy. He used to be a millionaire. He, just had, he wasn't like, he was in his 50s or 60s. So he didn't even. He, he just felt like. Night of Legend. I mean, I don't know. Oh, my God. But, yeah. No, I mean, there was no reason. That's crazy. I have been really resolved in just being like, I'm just going to hang out at this, like, because it's on the coast. It's a beach town anyways. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, there's like a big street, but there were several trees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could have like not walked. But you said when, yeah. but you, said when you saw it, you knew it was for you. Yeah, I was just like, <laughs> maybe I'm just fucking nosy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I just went. I was like, no way, no way. Yeah. Most people didn't even speak English because it was such a small town in Turkey that I couldn't even like bro out with somebody yeah, yeah, like yeah, in their yeah, language yeah. about it. I just had to be yeah, glad that I wasn't thing. stranded. I mean, when you're in that situation. You, when you have nothing more, you you only have the the, the, the universe yeah, yeah, yeah. and this notes that it leaves for you and, and all those. Yeah, I mean that's just but incredible. happened a couple of times on that trip. Like <clears throat> I had fall, started following a giant, like a little like Serbian giant. I was like attracted to it. I was like, fuck it, like I'm just, <laughs> just follow him around. A giant? Yeah. Wait, I mean, how tall was this trip, person? He was almost eight feet tall. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. I think you said a little giant. I was trying to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even realize I what said What the heck? Yeah, this right. is incredible. So you follow up the story uh, of seeing a note, uh, some yeah. random tree note, with following a giant? What the I heck is this going to escalate to next? Yeah. I got so off the boat to follow him. And it ended up he was staying in this male-only hostel in Turkey. Uh, I was, like, trying to hang off the balcony. I really wanted it. Wow, really? <laughs> Was really, really was the balcony. Are we able to, it'll make anything happen or no? <laughs> no, nothing happened. No. All, randomly, because of Instagram, I can see what he's doing now. Oh, good. Cool, cool. <laughs> so he's you can, married. So you're still a, following the giant. He's married as a kid. Yeah, yeah, because I had to tell the story, and then I was like, for 
randomly, I still remembered his last name. Oh, yeah. And I looked it up, and he's like married, and she just had a baby girl. <laughs> That's a little thing. Yeah. How the heck did you even meet the giant? <laughs> well, so what had happened was, I was finally on the boat for a couple stops. We stopped in this one town, and there was... Nobody my age for a lot of these stops, so finally there was like a guy and his family owned the only restaurant at this stop. And I was like, <laughs> I'll stay here for a couple days, and he's like, yeah, I'll show you around. He's like, you can. He's like, nobody's here. You can stay in my family's hotel for free. Well, naive me, nothing's free. Nothing's free. Nothing's free. Yeah. So we did, we had, like, had all this time, and then one of the last nights that I was there, we went to, there's just one area called Bar Street, because no one's supposed to drink in Turkey, you get in trouble, especially if you're oh, okay. a female, yeah, 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 yeah. due to the religious... Was it the expats? Yeah, it's called Bar Street, yeah, yeah. like, all this crazy stuff. Um, so we went into one bar, and the guy I'm with is really... We've had our... There's nothing more to talk about in yeah. our language. Except, like, we're just not really connect anymore. But I'm there, and he's nice. And then I just see on the dance floor, like, a bunch of British girls screaming and running to one side of the dance floor. And then I just see a giant <laughs> dancing. And they're, like, running away from him dancing. Like, screaming like... And they like, go, ah! And then they run the other way. They go, ah! And then they run the other way. And he's just trying to dance. Oh, my God. And he's really proportionate giant real good looking and I go I mean he's proportionate I don't know the problem is I don't know why you're running away from this giant good looking man Mm -hmm. he had like black hair and green eyes like really handsome so I just had two drinks and I went up to him and go I'm not scared of you giant (laughs) wow (laughs) and I just started dancing on him that's awesome and he was stoked I'm not scared of you giant (laughs) (laughs) and then he's like listen to the sounds (laughs) That's incredible. There's a total Lynchian moment yeah, that you experienced. Yeah, and then uh, we went. We went to Bar Street together. Um, I tried to sneak in his hostel. Yeah, yeah. Didn't work. Ended oh. up taking a cab back. Oh, so That's that when night? I realized you don't ride in the front seat of a cab in Turkey. That means you're going to pay with sex. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> Why don't they let you know these things before you get in the yeah. cab? Well, I looked in my book after, and then it did say that, but it was a small, oh. I mean... It was an emergency. I just had to get the fuck home. So anyways, I was there the next morning at the hotel. I get a knock. And it's this, his, that guy's grandmother. And she has a bill for me. For every, for the room, everything. Oh, no. Yeah. And I was like, okay. I was like, just give me 15 minutes. So I just packed all my shit. Oh, my ran God. ran the fuck out of the hotel. Really? Yeah. Because okay, he, good. the dude told you you could yeah. stay free, right? Yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... And I wasn't mean to him or did anything wrong or whatever. But yeah, apparently, yeah. by me agreeing to stay in that hotel, he thought that I was agreeing to, at some future point, marry him. Oh, Okay. That's what the grandma said. So there seems to be a lot of these hidden agreements within yeah, these yeah. things that no one knows about until it's like, ah, surprise, surprise. Yeah. 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 Till I'm breaking them. So then I, I mean, right, whatever. Right, so right, then I right. went. We're not getting married. Ran two miles down the street to a bus stop. And then some dude who I'd met 
couple days prior was like, where are you going? And I was like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. And he goes, okay. He's like, well, I know this town. I, like, didn't have that much money. So he took me to another town, drove me, and then I stayed with this family in their bed and breakfast for free for, like, four days. And I just, like... You didn't have to marry anyone? Until you're about to leave and they go, oh, remember, you're supposed to marry this guy. they fed me. I just, like, helped clean. The daughter was, like, a lawyer, which was not that heard of at that time or in that place. And we just exchanged stories. And then I left there. And I think I went back home. So the giant was only one night. That was only one night. Oh, okay. That was two. I mean, did you get. And you got to sail? I got to sail. This uh, this is this this has so many little little textures yeah, and vibrations, so many, uh, yeah, little yeah, yeah. little delicious little nuggets hiding in there. Yeah, that's that's. This is an astonishing sure. story. Wow. That's <laughs> like not even. I have a lot of crazy. Going to Turkey. Stories. Well, I mean, I think it's also, and I want to get to your stories. Yeah, yeah, but I have no, to. I have to call. I but I have to call back to the to the fact that you you said you just so happened to get a job out out that took you out there. Oh, that's to that's Turkey. pretty crazy too. Yeah. yeah so you already had it in your brain. On, that was based on me living in a city where I, I basically thought that every dude that I would ever be attracted to, I had already met. Oh wow! That's just and. Well, in my mind, I was like, and I was like, I felt hopeless, really. So I started just dating this chick, (laughs) which I then realized after her, nothing wrong with her, but that I was not a lesbian. (laughs) Um, But she had gotten me this cool role where I was like acting. Yeah, it was like this 80s movie with like Topher Grace and like all these people. I was just acting. So, so nowhere in this story do you mention like hanging out with, with, with people who like is it might speak your your language or anything so you were out there you were out there shooting this thing and yet going off and wandering into into turkey yeah well that's, that's in, no the, the that's, movie thing happened in Arizona and it oh. was after i got paid i just wanted to go i mean oh so the movie thing wasn't in turkey no oh, no, no. okay I'm okay sorry. okay no, no that's wasn't. good okay no it was in Arizona oh gotcha 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 Sorry, I'm still looking for this number, by the way. That's fine. Right? Keep thinking yeah, we're gonna get the fucking lucky number. Yeah, so you were yeah. about to, you were about to launch. Yeah, an no, no. I was gonna say, I was gonna say there, there was one of these stories where the most, it was probably the most miraculous thing that ever happened to me, and I was alone. So there's literally no one, no one I could talk to. But anyway, yeah. this is crazy, like layover. I spent some time in Bhutan, and I had a layover in Thailand. That was a couple days, and I was in uh, Bangkok, and I was there alone. Never been to Thailand, and actually, it was like. From being in the most amazing place in Bhutan with like really amazing temperate climate, amazing people, it was like a life kind of life changing trip there. And then landing in the middle of Bangkok, and it was like July first, and I had no idea like how hot, humid, miserable, right. crowded. I mean, it's like a I left a country of eight hundred thousand people and dropped into like a city of like a million people. You know what I mean? So I was like pretty bummed out, and I was. Not sure what to do. I was just staying in my room, and I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm in Thailand. I'm like, I got to get to an island. Like, you know, I'll just leave the city. I don't want to be in the city with all these people. So it was a little crazy because I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't have any connections or anything. I was staying in, like, a local hotel, so no one even could really help me. So I I talked to someone eventually who said, well, you can go to this one place. No one really goes to the islands. It's too hot. So I'm like, they're like, they may be able to take you. So I didn't want to take, like, everything with me because I thought, if I want to go swimming, which I love swimming in the ocean, I don't want to like, I don't know, I don't want to leave stuff that people can steal, right? 
So I left everything. I left my passport and most of my stuff in the hotel room. I took a plastic baggie that I had in my toiletries bag. I put a, my ATM card, my driver's license, just so I have some ID. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, like, some cash. Like, not a ton, because I didn't think I needed a ton, but, but some cash. And I put it in the plastic baggie, and I was wearing swim trunks. And so I just stuffed it in, like, the pocket of my swim trunks, which is, like, this little Velcro pocket. So anyway, um, it's kind of difficult. I, I get, I hop on the back of a, you know, motor scooter to get out to the pier, negotiate it with some people to take like a speedboat. Everything's a little more expensive. I know I'm, I'm trying to negotiate things down, but I'm like, I'm spending kind of like all the cash I have. But, <laughs> right. you know, I'll, I'll, I'll open up to get back. I'll get out there. Finally get out there. I'm at Cosumet Island. It's actually a nice resort island, but there, it is deserted. There's no one there. I mean, there's, there's a couple restaurants still open, a couple places where you could stay, but like, literally no one on the beach so I'm like okay I'm gonna make the best of this I'm walking along the beach I found a I find where the water looks kind of clean because the water even look kind of dirty and I'm like you know I'm gonna swim I'm gonna do my thing I love swimming so make sure your phone is in your pocket or away so we can keep the line thank you very much okay so anyway so I go over and I find this area beach. I put I put my little bag down, which is where I was going to put my shoes and my towel, right? And I set it down, and I just go swimming. And now when I swim, I know it's like kind of stupid, and I just it's just what I have to do. I like to swim as far out as I can, so I can't see land Dude, anymore. That's admirable. <laughs> that's really admirable. But I mean, it's it's like how do you it, not get twisted around? I do. Oh, that's the oh, thing. You know, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's the thing. I like to I like to get because I like I like to oh, feel. Boy. A lot of feelings come out. I was telling you about this earlier. Oh, like, I, like, I, like, I mean, like, I like, that like, was sailing for me brought out. Like, I looked at it, and there was just just the colors. Like, it would change color blue. I'm like, I didn't know this fucking color blue existed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the water There's does change. There's 8 million fucking colors of blue. And then you see, you're just like, I had never been on, like, that far away from a coast. Like, mm. Catalina or something, but I had never sailed, like... That far, and that wasn't even deep, deep ocean. Yeah, we're yeah. still in a sea. Yeah, you know. So, and for me, like I don't, I'm not, I'm not actually a great swimmer. I could tread water fine. I could stay afloat fine. But what I like is like getting out so far and actually getting exhausted, oh and God. realizing that you're out there and it's like a oh literally God. a sink or swim survival oh kind of thing. Oh so boy. what I usually do is then like I start making my way back and I try to get my bearings. I try to get somewhat in the right direction. It's always difficult because like the current's always... like you're escape rooming yourself. Yeah. <laughs> the current's always taking you out. You can get in stuck in loops where you're, like, just swimming forever, not oh, going God, anywhere. I, oh, God. So anyway, when I'm on my way out there and all this stuff is happening, something occurs to me and I, I, I feel down in my pocket and I'm like, oh, oh shit, my oh. thing's gone. Oh. My little plastic baggie. And I hadn't eaten yet, like, all day. And I'm like, whoa. Like, and I'm in the middle of the ocean. I mean, like, like way yeah, out there. Yeah, that got real heavy. So then I start swimming back a little bit more urgent than usual. <laughs> and I get back and I look all over the beach. I'm like, I, 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 it was in my pocket. I remember checking on the way out. It was there. I don't know. You know what I mean? Somehow it just worked its way out, you know? And, I, and then I'm, like, sitting on the beach and I'm like, okay, now I have nothing. Like, and I'm alone. And it's the middle of the day. I haven't eaten. I'm hungry. I mean, I just exhausted myself swimming in the ocean. I mean, I don't have anything. I don't have one dollar of, you know, I don't have nothing. So I have, like, some clothes and my shoes and a towel. And I, I kind of sit there. Now, this is something else that a lot of stuff has happened in my life, and I've traveled a lot. I've done a lot of stuff. And, like, I do have, like, a very, very strong inner peace that no matter what, everything's going to be okay. Yeah. I've already been in really, really, really dire situations in my life, and somehow everything is okay. So, like, deep inside, I'm kind of at peace. I'm like, 
it's fine. Like I've you been don't in, know how, but you yeah, know I don't know how. And I mean, I've been in worse situations. I've been in scarier situations. This isn't that bad, you know. Like so, so I just sat there for a while and kind of meditated on that, you know. And then I'm like, well, what now? So I start. I just was compelled to just walk up to the beach, and I, I look in the water and I look at the ocean in front of me. And again, no one's around, and I'm like, um, I can go right or left, basically. So I'm like, choose your own adventure. Yeah. So I'm like, oh I'm my gonna God. go. So something just told me go left. So I went left, and I just walk and I walk and I'm looking at the at the ocean and the water, and I'm walking. And part of me is kind of looking for the stuff, but part of me is just walking. You know, there's nothing else to do, right? And I think it was about, I want to say about 100, 150 yards. It's pretty far. I kind of was losing sight of my stuff. And I like look out and I see something floating out there, and I'm like, like I think that's no and way. I like wait no out way. there. And I pick it up, and it's my bag of stuff. Oh, my God, And, I mean, it's man. sealed. Like, everything's in there. It's fine. And I walk back, and I'm like, all right, time to eat, you know? And, like, time to... And I'm like... It was funny because part of me was, like, not freaking out because I it, it fulfilled my... Everything's going to be okay. Everything right. is fine. You know what I mean? But, yeah, part of me is like, what the fuck is anyone I could tell this oh to? Oh, my <laughs> like, God. Like, like, no one's going to believe this, you know? Like, this is fucking miraculous. Well, what's beautiful is, you know like, that was... The, that was your... The gift, I feel like I'm getting this vibe that like that was the gift to you because you were calm, because yeah, you trusted. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and I mean, like, that is kind of how it works. No, I was you like, do yeah. get Hey, high five, buddy. You yeah, know, it's yeah, like, yeah. good job. Because you're oh allowing, when you do that, then once again, you're allowing the blessing to come in. Because if you're you're filling it with the panic and anxiety, it doesn't allow for the solution to come. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I know that. That's, I know that well. It's kind of like when I'm late to something. Crazy. Like I know if I freak out, it's going to... I'm going to be late, but if I actually, the calmer I stay, the more somehow on time I, I am. Mm-hmm. It's like, I know that. I don't know how If I would take why. a bus or, or a car, I'll be like, oh, yeah. fuck, it's coming 15 minutes. The time it takes me for, like, calm down, I could just sit there or I could walk and then I get to my car and it's the same, leaving at the same yeah, time. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So, yeah. Type of situation. So there is something to that, yeah. And, and especially when you have a whole series of, of those examples built up in your in your brain, mm-hmm. that becomes like you a reservoir a of information. It's a, po- yeah. it's a possibility. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, and you know what's so beautiful about that is that um, you're, you're speaking from a true experience, mm-hmm. you know, and you have these, and especially when we say stuff out loud, it, it really, we get to hear our own echo, so to speak. We, yeah, we get yeah, to go, yeah. ah, oh yeah, I really agree with what I just said. <laughs> you know, I, that's I good. I like that. <laughs> you know, and then you can, like, especially since you... I feel like everyone's it, cheating and going down. Oh, no, I don't know. The, doesn't matter. But, see, but rush, wouldn't that be I awesome if we were the uh, last three? Now that's the kick-ass <laughs> thing. We're the punctuation mark right, to the whole then, thing. Yeah, actually, many, many there isn't three numbers does, in the book. Yeah. He's like, you know what? Yeah. Was the, oh, the last Holy three shit! Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? Wouldn't that be funny if, if because he was talking about those numbers? Mm. What if? I was thinking, well, uh, so those like, numbers are actually in the book. Those are the page numbers. Yeah, right, well, right, that right. Popped I know, that's what brain. I thought of, I was too. thinking, what I if did, that was his, that. his clever little way of right? putting it? Yeah, yeah, But yeah. wouldn't that be awesome if we were the last three that go up there? And then we were like, okay, Lynch, <laughs> I challenge you to a breakdance contest. Yeah, we could say, like, you know, like, 25, I found it. Here it is. And then it could be like you. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, oh, yeah. That would be awesome. So we got to try it. Okay, so 25, 17, and what was the other one? Oh, 16, right? Six? I only remember 25, so that's much. Okay, 25. 25. Wait, did you say, I think 6 and 14? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, shoot. 15. 15. 15. Are you sure? 15, 25, no, and 17. No, because 25 is also in 5. <laughs> Shit. I thought it was like 7? I, mean, I thought it was okay. Sorry. Well, it doesn't matter now. I guess if we see a number, we'll see it, right?
Then that's what I'm saying. It's true. It's in there. It's in the page it's so, Unless he wrote numbers. I mean, what the hell, like dude? That. You manifested. You manifested gloves. <laughs> yeah. And I lost a baggie of you know. Yes. Money. Were they green gloves yeah. by any chance? No, black. Did you battle a, a bob? Uh, a bob <laughs> no, no, head? no, no. That would be way too. That would be way too. So you, you manifested the gloves. You got the gloves. You got your wallet out there. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you be able to manifest the, know, the magic number? That's why I'm looking at every page. Yeah. So you still have not seen the Art Life movie, right? Is that what you're I saying? haven't yet, no. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm sure I my name's going to be like credits too because, you know. Yeah. Yeah. The name's going to be in there. That's cool. That's cool. Oh, I just thought of one really cool one. But, yeah, my lover from Germany when we went on a motorcycle ride. This was just a month ago. We were heading to Poland. We're like, okay, so we checked the Doppler radar, like, every step because we're on a bike. And he's trying to make sure that I don't get wet. And we're like, okay, and we finally get to the spot where we're like, it doesn't say that it's going to rain here, but we know it is. And he's just like, I have to, we talked about it forever, and he's just like, went on his phone and then got a room. And right when we parked the motorcycle and like, when it was just thunder and like full on storm, I had to give him mad props for that. Oh, like wow. he followed his intuition. It was just like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it was like cool. not anything we talked about yeah, yeah, and he yeah. just had to do it and when it was like fucked for like 13 hours like rain like if he hadn't pulled the trigger we wouldn't have had a place to stay yeah, or anything yeah. I know I'll have to tell him later so you were saying that you uh, you'd experience synchronicities and did you say he doesn't necessarily or, or he appreciates synchronicities but not I necessarily think, like volunteers them or I think within our, which it just ended, but I think in our time frame, I think that I, there was little stuff that would, I call them like in homeopathy, it's provings, but yeah, I'd be like, okay, well, I'm not going to say it, I had to like LeVar Burton and be like, don't take my word for it, but then he started like, because he believed a little, started believing a lot, and even, it's, oh, okay. even with us meeting, yeah. he said it was a cultural thing, I don't know if that's true, but he was just like... I can't think of things that I haven't already seen. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And that kind of blew I don't know. But, like, I don't know if that's true because I wasn't raised to fucking see any of this shit. Right, right, right. At all. Mm. And I would venture to say, like, given because our background is like, okay... I would say middle to lower middle class like that's how I was raised and he was raised in a different country in a small town but with way more money and like okay well if we're doing it that way like at least you could have like probably afforded to see movies books or anything else that would have turned you on to that because you had all of these things available to you that I didn't I was locked in my room till I was 13 I had to make up my own shit so you kind of lived in imagination for a long time. That's so you really became very well acquainted with that imagination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's why, I, actually, when Dave was talking about daydreaming and stuff like that, yeah, yeah. a lot of the shit that I did when I was younger, I do now, like, super young at heart, where I'm just like, I can kind of only go there. It's depending on how you look at it. Like, oh, you, like, daydream all the time. Or, like, yeah, that's, like, why I think shit's fun. Yeah, yeah. That's why it's fun for me. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's really. I mean, we always had this argument whether it was nature versus nurture, you know? Mm-hmm. 
if it's because you were born in a bubble or you made the bubble yourself, if you chose to live in the bubble. Yeah, if you yeah. saw outside uh, the bubble and saw there were other things, if you tried to puncture the bubble yeah. at all. And I'm wondering, like, stuff that you had, you had in your imagination growing up, were you sure that they could be real? Well, that was... That's... It's funny because you mentioned when you manifested the gloves, you were at a younger age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did just start manifesting, like... It wasn't until I started actually leaving my room and being around people that told me that things weren't real and things couldn't happen uh, that that shit kind of started going away. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I would just... My parents were super strict. I had fashion magazines. I would just make my own clothes, like, try and inundate that. I would remember... I had a really photographic memory. I would remember names and places in New York. I would never go, and I just... Somehow it would be in New York. Somehow I was, like, yeah, eating yeah. a burger with, like, a rapper that I wanted to. There's no fucking reason at all yeah. why I should be meeting these people. Yeah, I'm yeah. poor as fuck and never met anybody. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't until people were going, you know, like, you shouldn't believe in that. Or, like, no, you can't. Why would that happen? That I would just be like, well, you would know more than me because you weren't locked in a room. Yeah. It's really been... Um, of work trying to get back to that which is the not giving a fuck and literally not listening to anything that anyone says and your dreams will come true that's when all my dreams came true yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I listen to fucking anybody well that's true no I've never listened to anybody so, well yeah I mean, but it's I, like literally, it and I, that's actually my advice to a lot of people all the time it's Don't hard too because to I knew that yeah, yeah 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 I have to remember but there's also something that happened to me that like, I know when that moment happened, which was when I got raped. And I was a teenager. And up until that point, like, it really is like a spirit being broken thing. It fucks your reality up. It was really hard for me to... And then I think I started doing it again. Yeah, because it grounds you in this way that you're like, oh, wait, someone can, can fuck your shit up. And it's like, not even hard. It's, like, not even hard to do, which is crazy. And I just started manifesting just, like, being a badass and no one ever being able to, like, touch me again, which that was a truth as well. Like, in New York, I could walk around and people like, don't fuck with Roxanne. She'll be, like, I'm scrawny as fuck. People will be like, Roxanne will really show you yeah, <laughs> another yeah. part of yourself when she beats your ass. <laughs> That was a whole, and that wasn't me before that. Yeah, yeah. So there's like, it's weird to know and then not know and then know you didn't know and now try and know again. <laughs> That's where I'm at right now. Yeah. It was really, and I guess to say one major synchronicity is the fact that I had met you before. I didn't yeah, remember, yeah, yeah. but now I fully remember, and the fact I really needed to have this conversation. Wait yeah, a second now. How do, okay, so how did you two meet? A long time ago. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how long ago. It was maybe like seven, eight years ago. Yeah, seven know. or eight years yeah. ago. I don't know. We were just, we were just uh, in San Francisco. I was living in Oakland near San Francisco, and you were visiting, I think. And uh, and I went out with like some of my friends, and she was friends with one of my friends or a couple of my friends, and so we just had a night out. Karaoke. Like karaoke a lot of like, karaoke. Oh my god! Super fun. Yeah. And then at one point. Um, Somewhere along the line, like somewhere on Instagram, I think that you were, she was like in a picture with one of my friends, mutual friends. And so it's kind of thing like, oh, I remember her. She was fun, you know, and I like started following her. 
and that was probably a couple of years ago. I don't know, probably like, like, like a long time ago. Too. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, just tonight I just I mean, well we also when you were um, practicing German. Yeah, she said something, posted something about German, and she wants to practice German, and I speak German because I lived there for a year. And so then I just messaged her, and we just practiced some German. So and did you two uh, know that you were going to be here? No, did, no, did, that's, this is... Oh, this is, my God, so what? The Germany, so the Germany, German thing was probably about a month ago. A month ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was right before I went. And then, and then <laughs> today, it's really funny because I had tickets for this a long time ago. Um, I knew I didn't have anyone to bring. Now, the funny thing is that I actually didn't want to bring anyone. Like, like I didn't want to bring any of my friends. I just felt like no one would be into it. No one would appreciate uh, it. Mm. And I was actually kind of planning on coming alone. And I, I put a couple feelers out to a couple friends who yeah. I kind of knew would probably say no. But I'm like, at least I tried. Yeah. And then, like... But and then, then you kind of were really trying either. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Funny. And then in the afternoon, I was actually about to go in a meeting. And it just, like, popped in my head. For some reason, it popped in my head to, like, ask you... And so I just asked her over the Instagram and some message, and then I and really then, needed this. Yeah, God, that's so kick-ass said, yeah. that you happen to be available for this. I mean, that's, yeah, yeah. Well, that like was the a fact total, that you two, that was a total and life, the fact no. that you two now. Well, I mean, I don't, maybe I'm just assuming, unless you drove all the way out from San Francisco to be here today. Oh, no, no, but no, no. We both you live two live, live close. here yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, literally, we haven't like seen each other since that day, God. Not, like eight years ago. No, we were we're like, oh my God, this is great. Dave was just so cool. Yeah, I know. So this is literally the second time we've seen each other in our lives, you know what I mean? So, yeah. You know, David Lynch is like such a beacon. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then you got no choice but to meet. And I will have to say, Wait, for an L.A. line, as long as it was, there was a lot of nice people in it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, well. cool. yeah. You know, L.A. lines aren't that nice. Mm. <laughs> but everyone was all, oh, like just talking. That was really cool. I'm sure, I feel like there's a lot of conversations. Well, maybe not. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not that many people are speaking to people they don't know. I I'm saw really glad you turned around. When I was, like, uh, I think, like, you know, when you, you're tuned into the same, like we were talking earlier, like to being tuned into the same channel. I mean, the fact, you you, you have to appreciate a, a, a particular amount of surreality and absurdity if you like David Lynch's stuff. And also, I think if yeah. you appreciate a, a higher higher consciousness type of stuff, higher vibes, you well, know, if that's... Like, like, so many things have happened synchronous <clears throat> in my life, and, like, so many, like... Like, it doesn't, kind of doesn't surprise me. Like, it's not a, I mean, it's amazing and really cool that you were available and you were willing to go, and, like, it's really easy to, you know, we get along really easy and all that. But then again, it's, like, kind of doesn't surprise me because that's just kind of the way things go. Yeah. And it's awesome. You know what and I mean? It's, and yeah, I, and it did and come I, to you in a way, so it was, like... Yeah. And, like, I love that about life. It's, like, why I love life, you know what I mean? For, like, these kinds of moments. Well, and, and that's beautiful, know. too. Like, that idea of... of the magic being a commonplace thing. I mean, what a beautiful, yeah, what a beautiful yeah, yeah, just yeah. like if that's just the the, the the regular vibe that you're on, like yeah, that's yeah. the jumping off point, magic, and that's just the commonplace right. thing. Holy shit! Well, I learned very early that, that like huge like huge risks are like where yeah like kind of where magic happens because you have to throw yourself into the unknown, and that's where like what what you know the guy the guy you were dating said something. I relate to that because. I do think that most of us, in general, because we, we're comfortable with what's known to us, our our go-to to, to remain comfortable is to recreate the same experiences again and again. And I think that's where it was like, I've never been comfortable. I never had a safe place. So I was yeah, always escaping, yeah, 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 and I'm yeah. like, fuck it, I'll free fall into anything because I don't, I have no memory 
at all of a, a place that would be better than something cool and new because I just never had that. Yeah. I mean, I relate to that too. I think yeah. that's why. And wow. I, yeah. For that to be the default mode, oh my God, it's yeah, so powerful. It and I want it to be like, for a long time, it felt like escaping and then it was like the fight or flight thing or like survivalist. But now I... I really do believe, finally at fucking 33 years old, that this whole place is my home. Like, everywhere I'm going to be safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. how I really feel now. Mm. I don't have to feel like I have to be invincible and um, this solid piece of matter to, like, protect myself. It's that I'm going to be taken care of. I've been, yeah, like, and I think... I really tested that in like a not positive situation when I went to jail for the first time. Oh wow! Okay. And I was just like, I have no idea how to be in jail. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I and it was also for something I wasn't supposed to be in jail for. That after yeah. they're like, oh sorry, but I had to be in jail for five fucking days in Camp Verde oh, in a sorry? high security prison with people that are going to death row were driving 500 the speed limit because that's when they were doing that racist fucking thing where they could just stop you and my brother and my mom are dark yeah and I was just like I'm gonna be fine and I was more than fine I actually gave somebody the Heimlich maneuver before I got oh my the god. oh my god when was this? when was this? I think it was right after I met you, to be honest. Oh, yeah? Yeah. But I'd gone back to New York, and then I had left New York. Mm. And, um... Because there was three bad things that happened. I had gotten bit by a poisonous spire. I'd gotten a blood infection. I had st started fainting. Because of probably poor nutrition and everything else. And I fainted one day in my friend's house and hit my that little part of your, on, like your gum, on a metal bed frame. And she was gone, and it knocked me out, and then I bled out. Your mouth bleeds a lot. She yeah, thought I was dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she thought I was dead from a mouth cut. Yeah, because I mean, it's And then, I think I, uh, and I got in a car accident. And I was like, okay, New York, I got it. Cool, I'm going. Don't worry, like, I'm leaving. So I went to live with my mother. And in the first two weeks, I wanted to do something nice to her. I didn't, for her. I didn't have a car, but I had my license, what I thought. So I was driving her up to Flagstaff, and then on that road, we got pulled over because of the speed limit, but they pulled her and my brother out of the car because they were dark. They were going a little, they were going over the speed limit? I was going, like, it was construction, and I was going at four over. We're not supposed to go any over. Wait, I gotta put this on airplane mode just to make sure oh. that no one calls while I'm in the middle of recording you guys. This is. This is just uh, golden, is what it is. So, how long ago did you move out here? Uh, yeah, it would be like seven years ago, and in between that, I've lived a couple other places. So, how do you like it out here since being here? Um, I like it. And randomly, like, just the most random people in my life are moving to L.A. and congregating here. And... I guess it's weird, but it's not. I always feel like I'm on the outskirt of something that's happening, and then all of a sudden it's around me, and then I have to leave because it's too much. <laughs> that's how Brooklyn felt for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I kept moving farther and out or farther out to afford it and be near my friends and then it would just all of a sudden be engulfing me and I would just be like I don't I don't need to be in the happening I started this I'm leaving do you know like I'm just gonna but with the jail thing yeah so I got taken to jail five days you say huh you were there five days in jail it was like a Thursday my mom was there but she didn't really have any money and they I also because I was in the middle of this weird place and I don't really know the details of everything but there weren't real judges there and the judges were out because it was the weekend and then when I actually spoke to a judge it was a video judge in a different place on a little tiny video yeah, screen that, that and sounds I was so just handcuffed to a chair yeah. yeah it was really weird but in all that so yeah that's my first time going to jail I'm just like it's the shape of a fucking pentagon it's like jailhouse rock I'm just like completely overwhelmed. It's my cell block is two stories, all white. There's just a thin piece of window because everyone's in full lockdown. We have 20 minutes of free time a day. And I don't know why I'm there. I'm also on medication because of the spider that bit me. And I tell them, and they're like, don't even find out what medication I'm on. They just send a sergeant three times a day to force a fucking pill in my throat. They don't tell me it is. So three times a day, I then puke up the pill. There was just... I had to share, like, a bunk with this girl, like, Tang Girl, who would, like, steal my Kool-Aid to, like, paint her fucking thousand paper cranes. She tried to... (laughs) (laughs) It seems very, like, dream... I mean, I'm sorry, it seems like a dream. I know, and I, through this whole thing, I'm not really talking, and then there was this one time where I... Clearly, it was taken care of by another entity, not myself. They're listening to television really loud, and I just get out of my cell, and I walk over the remote and turn it off and say it's too fucking loud and walk back into my cell block, and nobody does anything to me. Wow. <laughs> I asserted some dominance. Wow. Or something, right? I mean, like, like, you were so committed to that character. <laughs> yeah, if you don't blink. Yeah. People don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was. It was really committing the character and being like, and I'm going to walk back into myself like I fucking mean it. I did it. Nobody did anything. The last day, no one really fucked with me. I took notice and things. Some people tried to, like, have me pass notes, which is against the rule to the next cell block. There's just a fucking weird door. Nothing really crazy happened until the last day. And I have no idea what's going on. Like, you talk to my bail bondsman. They're, like, saying it's cash. My mom doesn't have the money. All this shit. So I was like, now I really don't even know how long I'm going to be here, which is really terrifying. I don't know how much longer you keep turning the show off. No, so. Um, <laughs> we're at lunchtime of the last day, and this older lady who I know is on death row, she starts just coughing. And I'm like, okay, noticed eating she gets up after a while and goes to her cell and that's when I was like something's really wrong because nobody leaves you don't leave your food I learned that in five days you get a certain amount of fucking food some people will share it some people will still jack your food if you're still there but you don't leave your food I was like oh shit so I just ate the rest of the food on my plate and then I went in her cell and she's like turning blue and I'm just like 
literally just remember from the restaurants I worked in, I asked permission. I was like, do you want me to give you the Heimlich? And she just did that. And she was bigger than me. And I just put my fist on her sternum and threw her against the wall three times. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, and it was cream corn, and it came up just like you would see in the poster. Yeah. yeah. And she breathed again. Oh, my God. I... Was Whoa. just like, and 15 minutes later, I got out, and everyone was just like that. And then I used that opportunity to just say that, let that be a lesson to you. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. I know you, that's oh not why. Let that be a lesson to you. <laughs> no, but to take care of each other. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. oh, oh, yeah, it's yeah. Still, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm just like you. Have like, who knows? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's not why. It was because of time I got the bail, but. Wow. And I hadn't talked, I think, besides the turn the show off thing, I hadn't spoken. So when I finally bailed out, like, I went to open my mouth, and it was just, like, cry. Like, I couldn't, yeah, I still yeah, couldn't yeah. speak words. Wow. So that woman was on death row? So you saved her life? Yeah. Mm. Uh, that's so And who knows what that means? I don't yeah, know what happened Well, yeah. That, you know? I mean... Yeah. Maybe she got, maybe she got off, but, we, like... When we think about how many choose your own adventures we just talked about, yeah. who fucking knows what happened yeah. after that? Or why I was there to do that. I have no idea. That story still is just amazes myself because I The whole thing sounds like a Yeah. Crazy thing. I mean, like, oh I yeah. Did you kind of question reality when you were in there? Yeah, and then yeah. the fact that like every time I've been in jail, there's nothing on my record. Because it's all not even been my fault. Right, right. I just had yeah, to go through it. So it was like a, I just had yeah. to go through it. How did you get out? How did you actually get out of there? This is Robert from Twin Peaks, and you're listening to Inspirado Projecto. Got a light.